Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. What's good, everyone? Welcome oh. back to the OC, the Osteo Connection. This is Jason Turnbull. Happy to be your host today with my partners in crime, Kevin Longpray and Dr. Sean Landry. Jason, thank like, you for having us today, Jason. Yeah, you're welcome. it's really good being on here with you. I'm really happy that you're here again and in the <laughs> comfort of this space we have designated and defined for our, for our podcast. It just feels complete when you the guys bunker. are here. The yeah. bunker. Extra heaters going on today. Oh. Extra heaters. Yes. Minus 30 Celsius Yeah, to yeah. start off our morning this morning. Mm. That's it. like, what is that in Fahrenheit? Like a wee bit chilly. Minus cold. 14 or something. Yeah. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Nine over five. What's the point where they, where, what's the point Carry where they the meet? Two. <laughs> what's, <laughs> the point, what's the point where they meet? 32. Yeah, minus 32, yeah. is it? Something like yeah. that. Pretty sure. <laughs> it's been a while. It's yes. been a while. Yeah. Yes. All right. Great well, we in. hope that great you... lead-in, though. Yes. By the way, thank you. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. yeah, I give like compared to normal, I might say a good eight point three on ten. Wow, I better. Second, yeah, yeah, good. Up from your previous attempt, which is maybe is not that difficult, really, when you think <laughs> it's about the it. Tone of your voice a bit. Mm. I would try. It's very it. manly. I know it's nice. maybe something you don't resonate yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, manly. Yeah, maybe. Did right. you go there? Wasn't the word I was no. thinking. No, no. It, <laughs> it was. It was deep. Good. Mm. Like nervous a bit. Yeah, I get that often. Yeah. yeah, that. Just take a couple breaths here. You'll be fine. There you go. Mm, I feel better. Should we start with a meditation? Hmm. We could. <laughs> Silent. That'd be make for some great listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are going to go over a concept we're going to call to script or not to script. Oh. Question always script. that always I've, script. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a question that actually we've received some from our newer grads saying, well, how do you guys do this? How do you make this talk? How do you get involved? You know, how do you guys do it? How do you make those connections? What do you do? Do you have something prepared? So I think today we can go over that. We can talk about what we do in the confines of our own uh, independent rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe share with our listeners some of the tools that we've learned in our many years of experience uh, dealing with the public and, and making that connection you know, um, essentially trying to wow the client that's in your office and you're trying to, you know, show through effective communication how you can guide them on their path towards recovery. So do we script that? Do we not? Do we, how does that change based on who's in front of us? Right. So I think that we all have certain things we use. We can share personally if we think they're tr total scripts or not that we use in different uh, situations in our office. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can start with our first time encounter. So we have a new patient, a new referral that gets sent into the, to our practice to see us. So Sean, how yeah. would you, how would you approach that? Do you have something prepared for that new client? Do you not kind of walk us through what you do when you have a new client? Yeah. I, I, uh, again, I, I don't know if there's their scripts or they've become just foundational principles that I, I rely upon, but, um, the biggest thing is I, I definitely make sure that I'm uh, fully present and connected. I, I review my, my, the list of people that I'm seeing for the, the day. So I know who I'm expecting. If they're a new patient, um, I'll walk in, I'll greet them with their, you know, their full name, right. I'll, uh, introduce myself. 
I'll ask them to follow me to the room if they're not already there, right? Usually the process is, is very similar. Um, I'll tell them where to sit when they get in the room. Oh, here, have a seat here. I'll, I'll give them or I'll set the stage or, or tell them what to expect, right? So, I, I mean, I, I guess it's more of a routine and less than less of a script. But then, obviously, you know, we do have some some definitely some analogies or some stories or some uh, ways of of educating or or uh, conveying a message to a patient uh yeah i guess i guess it's like you say it's loosely based on a routine slash script over the years that that you know has evolved and and uh you know things that will root deep you know in your in your uh, in your verbiage or, or your you know your communication skills so yeah i guess there is uh there's a bit of both right but i i make sure that it's authentic and empathetic and i'm fully present as i'm doing it uh so that they're that the patient is engaged and and can you know has the opportunity to also engage with me right exactly i think you said it right with routine it's maybe less script but routine like anything else you don't miss out right there's certain things you always want to cover which is more routine routine based than necessarily a script base right and there's expectations and there's also a time commitment right you're you're conscious of the the time you have with the patient you're you know like you say depending on when you're in more of the detective phase right there's a i guess like you say a script that we have with the health history and you know, getting through the all of it, the kind of the. Well, which we'll we'll get into. We'll get into, we'll get into, that. into yeah. that more with your first time encounter, right? I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to get you to stick to the script, Sean. Okay. Yeah. So well, so. There, so yes, yes, there is. There's a routine, and and there it's is like some, Jay's been coached or something. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Like it. Mm, so it's like funny. some would say he's been scripted. Oh. Yeah. How about you? I got nothing. I I usually just Wing hope it. for the best <laughs> and try not to talk so much. Right, a lot of listening. A lot of listening. Yeah. Crying. Uh, I make sure my I've diploma's you, on the wall. I've heard you cry a few times too. I do a lot of crying. Yeah. Um, Is that yeah. the one from the Holiday Inn? That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I usually tell him I played a doctor on TV once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great frame. That, you have. that really, really sets the tone. Calms them down. Yes. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all seriousness, well, I guess like Sean said, you know, it's a routine in the sense that you're, you know, there's basics you want to do, you know, making true eye contact with a person coming here for the first time being pleasant and smiling and walking and welcoming them to the to our place and and then also you know asking the question of like who sent them and um, and trying to make them as comfortable as possible as their first time coming to a place where they have no idea what the hell is going to happen right mm-hmm. totally as most people don't they they come in they're like listen my friend sent me and i just have no idea what this Especially is. with osteopaths, right? Sure. They don't, some people or maybe have a preconceived notion or really don't understand what yeah. we do, right? And I think that's a notion we can go more in detail later is that people take that for granted that people think that they think they know what they're expecting, but they don't. They yeah, have so. no idea. Exactly. They might with like physio, they've maybe been a little more attuned to to what physiotherapists do or, or anything else. But uh, so I think it's key for us as osteopaths to be very uh, calm and explain what we're doing, how the process is going to work, what the expectation might be for such and such a uh, dysfunction they're going through, you know. Um, so I always try and put myself in their shoes and really try and connect with the real person of who's there, you know. Like, 
you know, what's this, what's going on with this person? Like, where, where can I help them and make note of like, okay, I can see they're really stressed, let's say, or I could see, and I might not get into any of that right away, mm-hmm. but I'm going to make note of what I feel like I really need to do with that person, maybe in a medium to long-term kind of so you're, you're, setting. So you're observing, you're taking yeah. it all in, but at the same time, you have kind of a structure, you're yeah. like an underlying structure that you know you. Of like, what you're observing, essentially. Key, yeah, key things to look at yeah. for for one, like obviously the intent is to help them the best you can. Yeah. And by doing that, you're actually creating that rapport that, that is required for them to stay and send more people and right? Exactly. I think that's it. I think as a first time encounter, so before we even start becoming a, a, like, you know, doing a physical evaluation, it's that. It's the same thing. I think it's it's making them feel welcome, making them feel like they've made the right choice to be there yeah. and making it feel like home. Right. There's a reason why we chose the clinic we chose to work in and, and pick the building that's got that feeling that we're hoping is very um, haunting. <laughs> yeah, that gives off like a great energy of health like for healing sure. to occur, right? Yeah. And I'm kind of like what you said, Sean. It's it's coming upstairs, introducing yourself, eye to eye contact, you know, making a connection yeah. uh, at the start. That's Open my heart. goal. Can you can you Smile. connect with someone before we, we even, used to allow us to see each other's faces? Yeah, is make that connection before you actually start the real process of, of, you know, doing the evaluation or whatnot, come upstairs. I'm usually saying, Oh, like I said, there's a seat. You're welcome to put your jacket behind the door. And then usually first thing, so how'd you find our clinic or did you find the clinic? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Or did you realize, I don't know if you know, we have parking in the back, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And who referred, referred you? you? Oh, yeah. that's a, I've seen that person for years or whatnot. That. It's not a script, but it's like generally yes. we're in a very much a referral based practice, right? We don't advertise really. It comes from, we always can trace back our clients and who they come from. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to make that connection. It usually makes them feel more comfortable, particularly in someone that's, you can feel is maybe a bit nervous to be there. Yeah. Asking some generalized questions about wanting to know them better as a person, you can usually feel the energy kind of shift and calm down. And you're more in that. I feel like you're more in that state for really a better connection and, and that connection going forward. Mm-hmm. It can give you an indicator too. Some people just want to get down to business, right? Yeah. So you well, you don't. If you can read that, you know, you're, you're like, okay, you know what? There's a song, Tiesto. Yeah. Let's get down to why you're here. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's reading the energy yeah. that's coming off that that individual for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that takes us in the next part. So, Kev. So, as far as that time, when you get into history taking, and let's say your physical exam, script, no script. How do how do you how do you get that started? What do you do? Well, usually it starts all the same way. Like we'll explain. So crying, crying. <laughs> There's a lot of crying, <laughs> pleading them not to leave. <laughs> Please don't go. Yeah. Because the last guy. Please don't go. No, well, <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> it can be a bit creepy, right? Close eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think, again, it's the, the explanation of what the process is going to be, right? Yeah. So We're going to start by me looking at your soul. Yeah. Deep so look your... at me, but don't look at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that in the chorus once. You might see. Anyway. My, yeah, you might see my gaze drift it. up yeah. to my yeah. bend your knee, right? back up. Good. Look at it, but don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, we can't yeah. get that one away. But uh, yeah, so it would be a bit, I guess, to answer the question, a bit scripted in the sense that the explanation of what's going to happen through the evaluation is the same. Uh, depending on their situation, you know, we could tell them like, listen, we're going to take a look at the overall picture of why you're having pain, let's say in your knee or your hip or, or you're having digestive issues or whatever else we're going to get a, we want to get a bigger sense of what's going on with you as a whole. So we have to look at some key things of how you're standing, how you're moving to get an idea of where this problem's coming from. And normally when we say people are like, okay, 
you know, like they're sure. right they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I want, that's my that's question. What I want. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Where is it oh yeah. Or wow. That's amazing that you're really going to look at everything. I, I love the sentence sure. approach coming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think that for, for me, I guess in one sense it is scripted. It changes like with each case, but yeah. the, the same, it's the same thing for every first time patient, right? Yeah. We're doing the same types of evals, the same types yeah. of things. We might adjust to be more specific again. If, you know, obviously if, you know, we've always said if they're coming in for, even though you know it's coming from somewhere else, you're going to look at the joining question, which makes sense yep. on an evaluation purpose, one, and two, reassuring them that you're not a crackpot and that, <laughs> right? You got to look at the joint that they actually have pain in. Yeah, exactly. So I think for sure, I think you got to start definitely like address the primary complaint, right? Because again, they could be in here for a few things, but yeah. definitely like, you know, address the uh, the primary complaint then the onset go through all your classic stuff that we learn in school um but there's definitely as you see experience will will help refine that process um and you can pose kind of like closed questions very leading questions and as your expertise grows you'll you know you'll be your detective work will be a little um you'll be able to put it together with certain aspects of their the history right uh, and and i think it's yeah, I think it. I think it's definitely there's a again. It comes down to like you have this kind of this general set of guidelines that you're gonna adhere to, but the, depending on you know the relationship right that you've established with the patient and how open they are to answer or how good you are asking questions, it can go generally. But then again, you have a certain like again, you're always kind of looking at the, even the the time frame that you have with respect to the patient to be like, okay, I think we've covered this now we're going to move on to that right so um like jay, jay had great advice like to you know if they're asking too many questions just to close your eyes and pretend you're not listening that you're not listening you know yeah <laughs> i've been at work every time that works <laughs> nine out of ten times right amazing. nothing's better than when you close your eyes <laughs> yeah and you open them again and, and you're you alone in your followed office. by a little bit of a shh <laughs> and you nod off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what about you, Jay? Uh, well, for me, I when I get started, I usually That's I usually good. give them. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. So, Sean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually I usually actually tell them a, just a, a little bit about myself and my background. So, I studied I studied athletic therapy first, then I went into osteopathy. So, I know you've seen so and so before. So, then I, I usually say, listen, we all do things slightly different. I'm sure some things will be similar, but this is what I'm going to do. You know, we're going to, I'm going to run through a bunch of questions with you and ask you and mm -hmm. go over all your different systems. So again, maybe not script, but routine. And you want to cover the same stuff. Like over, you know, low Dr. Fakara, what's the location, yeah. what's the onset, what's the duration? Like I go over all this kind of stuff, the, you know, orthopedic testing, if you will. And then, and then from there, really when I get them up into more like their a physical exam, that's when I tell them about, you know, I know you're here for, let's say your lower back pain. And you know what? It might just be that. But the way we're taught is that we look at your whole body. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to go through a head to toe assessment, you know, posture stuff, mobility stuff. And then I usually say along the lines, like, unfortunately, I write down the things that are not moving the way I think they should. And then I'm going to share with you what I find. And we're going to put together a plan to make, to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. And they're like, perfect. I'm in. Let's do that. And that's it. And then like you said, then based on what you start finding, it's not script, but you know, when I do certain tests, like mm -hmm. quite often if I do like their standing test and it's very global. So I'm doing, you know, the standing flexion test or I'm doing the sphere test. I know the sphere test for a lot of people are like, what is he yeah, doing? This guy's losing it. Dude, is this guy crazy? That's when you close your eyes. Yeah. yeah. And then I start to usually chant just a little bit soft <laughs> and then come in a little louder. No, I, I usually then, I usually then after I do, so sphere is one of my last and then I say, okay, so I have a seat on my table. 
I, I go to my computer and so I guess it's not a script but a routine and I start you know jotting down the first few things that, are, that I'm finding like with your nervous I'm searching dictionaries I'm, I'm looking through books <laughs> heavy pounding does anyone ever say you type hard <laughs> in your <laughs> they office do. yeah they do right and I'm like wow, you're like an angry typer. mostly I whisper a lot like well that's a red flag for sure like stuff like that you know <laughs> or like oh my god I can't believe they're standing <laughs> mm-hmm. right so did you say you had any testing done di- diagnostic testing I wasn't sure if I caught that part no sure. I hum a lot with yeah. that. No, so then I, when I'm sitting down, I usually, I usually then tell them about what I did. So I go, listen, like these are, I know the last test is pretty different. A lot of those tests I just did with you, um, don't tell me what's wrong. They just tell me further investigation required in certain areas. Almost like I'm trying to coach them and why I'm yeah. doing what they, because sometimes you don't want to lose them at the start, right? And then I go through all my stuff. And then I don't, like I said, I wouldn't have scripts. It's more like I like to communicate as I assess. So I'm, I'm very much trying to make them a part. I, I make it very clear. Like, listen, feel free to ask questions at any time. If you want to know what's going on or not, by all means, ask away. And I said, usually I like to kind of explain to th- explain the things I'm finding as I'm, yeah. as I'm assessing. That's some of the questions. Like, if you're, let's say they're present to their complaint is like a, like a lateral epicondylitis or sure. something like that. I don't treat elbows. You're cool. Yeah, exactly. Get out of my office. Yeah. But your, your line of question is going to be different than if it's back pain and they've circled digestion issue. You know what I mean? Like you're, of you're, course. Going, to, you're going to be able to actually, you know, probably show a little more of the interrelatedness of the body and yeah. necessarily. Right. So like, again, you can say you have this idea of where you want to go, but then you're, you know, you're, you're tailoring it to tailoring what's presenting in front of you. Presenting, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The knee bones connected. Yeah. Exactly. Sing, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, I guess we all know, I mean, I don't know if this is really script wise, but we all know that there's typically those four questions that uh, especially a new client wants answered um, before they go. Uh, So I think that's important for everyone to address, whether obviously for any new grad listening or struggling practitioner, anyone really is that you want to make sure that, you know, like Sean said earlier, put yourself in their shoes, Mm -hmm. right? They are coming in for what they want to know. A, can you help them? B, what's wrong with me? Mm. C, how long is it going to take? And F, <laughs> how much it's going to cost? Yeah. Do the math. Yeah. Right. If we know how long it's going to take, right? Yeah. yeah. But no, I think it's just important that I think in the back of your you head as a new, as a new grad or, or, or yeah. any practitioner, I shouldn't say new grad all the time. As any practitioner, you have to understand like, ultimately that's what they're there for. Yeah. They're, they don't need to know the technicalities. They want to know, okay, I've got tennis elbow. How you they don't really me? care that you can't tennis elbow. They want to know. When can I play tennis again? Exactly. When when I can't do what I want to do because this arms, they don't really need to know the technical stuff. Never. You exactly. You want to go so to said, more. What do they want to do? What again? do they want to do? Related back to lifestyle and what they can't do. Exactly. How you can help them get to there by addressing and answering those questions, right? Exactly. Because you're right. Those those are the. I mean, most people. That's they want to know. Can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Right. Man. How long is it going to take? take? Exactly. And I think that's important to address. That it, I, we've tried to coach our you know, our team here is really, if you can answer those questions without them having to come forward and answer them is, a, in, in our opinion, is much more satisfactory for that client because they felt like they're, they're being taken care of, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. exceeding expectations for our core values. That's some of the stuff we try to go over for that reason, because it feels good. It, it's reassuring. I think for the client to be there. Wow. Like, man, I, I came to the right place, yeah. right? You're, yeah. Cause you, you never want to hear. So like, if we go into some of the don'ts then let's say, right? That's next, actually, too. Oh, yeah, when things go well versus when things don't go well. Okay. Mm. Well, because if we tag on to these questions we're asking, right? Yes. Or answering for them, right? Yeah. Where, where is their pain from? Uh, what can we do to help it? What's how causing long, it? Yeah. What, yeah. What, how is that? How long is that going to take, potentially, and, or the cost of everything? Uh, 
so that person, like we always t- tell the people here, you know, we don't want a person on the first visit leaving, not knowing when they're coming back or mm-hmm. let's just see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So there's a script for you. <laughs> like the worst things you could say to someone that's new. So they really need to know the game plan in more detail. And then you can always leave it open-ended as to, we'll see how you react yeah. to the next few treatments. Oh, this yeah. is so the way the phase, I see it yeah, going. We'll reevaluate. Yeah. We'll get into that at the end. Yeah. Or, well, we have, so we had treatment plan progression and when okay. things go well, when they don't go well. I mean, they can kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. We can do those together. So sure. yeah. Like, just, so continue. Like, how do you do that? How do you build that into your treatment plan? How do you discuss so that with how long, your client? So if it's in the, how long will it take? Cause that's answering this, right? You're kind of saying, so you're setting expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. So again, like you guys mentioned, you know, they're a tennis player and they're, they're like keen on getting back right away. So it's important you answer that question and be honest and be the expert you're supposed to be yes. and give them the advice because some people shy away from that. I agree. They'll, they'll say, well, listen, uh, if you do your stuff, uh, you might be able to do it, but just make sure you put some mice after no, that's not an answer. Think, that is wait, not. Wait, if you think wait, right? Yeah. If your gut's saying no, they should wait and they should work on. You need to be honest. You know? They might not listen to you, but then at least they'll see by what they've done and not listen to you and your advice. Yeah, they're not better. That's so right. at least it's starting to show. Okay, I have to go with the plan they're giving me. Mm-hmm. If I do that, my chances of getting to the goal I want to get to will be much quicker and much more uh, uh, efficient. Yes. So. Uh, longer lasting as well because you're not kind of like band-aiding something and hoping it's right that's it yeah Yeah. i would say to them sometimes like listen if you go back now the danger is like you don't want to go back and be at 70 percent because we all know when we go play tennis or play a sport it's hard to turn it off right we're all competitive at the at our base route right so when you go on you're going to play tennis or play basketball or do whatever it's hard to not push when you're in the spirit of the game we don't we push through our boundaries and then more injury occurs I think one one of to use a script, I guess, I will commonly say to them, especially when they're new, if I don't really know, I usually ask them, Well, does it usually bother you when you do it? Yeah. I mean the, it the golden does. rule is if it bothers you when you do it, or twenty minutes later you're reaching for an Advil, yeah. you're not Wait. doing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I say if you're if you don't know, try it. I don't like I always say I don't like taking stuff away from people. Mm-hmm. I say with the understanding that if it's sore when you do it, you have to be honest with yourself and then not play. Because yeah. otherwise you're just fooling yourself and you're going you're gonna to prolong that, mm-hmm. the injury and yeah. possibly right. make your more, rehab yeah. that much longer. Or create other problems, right? Or create, yeah. exactly. Kind of similar to the concussion protocols of, you know, d- starting to do a bit of activity yeah. in short amounts yeah. and then seeing how you react. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then adding time if it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so there could be a progressive, obviously a progression. In the acute phase, obviously we want to maybe give it some yeah. time but you de- i uh, agree but Jeff. you just uh, you have to be honest and yeah. firm right in your yeah. in your position you're you're the professional and and they'll respect that right and and if like you say it's okay to disagree on things they might say oh well, i really wanted to do this and then you go okay well you really wanted that we can get you there but you gotta and we have to do on this. that note that's a good point you're bringing yeah. up because then there's the opposite yeah there's people that have a real you know serious injury yeah and you're rehabbing them back and they're nervous about getting back into their sport. You have to be able to read, like, listen. All right, it's time. Your body's ready. The only thing that's not is your your fear. The fear is stopping you from going back, which is completely normal. Most athletes go through it. They'll be hesitant because they're like, oh, what are the chances of me doing that again? And it could be worse and it could be Exactly. So you have to get them to the point too where they're psychologically strong by, again, making them Showing do progressive them where they were. Yeah, things progressive sh- sh- 
to harden them again to what they have yeah. to do in their sport, right? Sure. Remember Look at the when, yeah. But you life know, too. Exactly. Life Simple too. range of motion. Remember where you were when you first came That's here. That's it. Remember it's, where it's, you it's were review. at two weeks, yeah. right? Remember, you know, and we've made leaps and bounds. You're now here, 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 right? Um, so yeah, there's, again, it's just so funny, script or not script. There are a lot of, uh, there are um, definitely things that we, you know, you definitely little scripts that we use every, you know, depending on the situation. It comes the, so automatic though. It well, does. It becomes yeah. automatic when you practice them, right? Yeah. And, uh, so why don't, Sean, you introduce them to, because when they say, let's say one of those four questions is how long is this going to take? Yeah. It's probably a good way for you maybe to discuss like phases, phases of care, care. So, how you discuss that so, on your, with your clients to yes, move forward. So, so here definitely, once we've established and we have an understanding of what's going on and they want to know how long it's going to take, well, we usually talk about different phases of care here um, we talk about like an acute phase right of of treatment right we always tell people like you know that the, we the universal you know rule for healing is frequency over time right so like it's like anything in life you got to do something over and over again in order to get better right if you want to get if you want to train well guess what you got to train if you train and train again you're going to get stronger and make changes right so healing is no different um, but you have to structure it right so we talk about acute chronic depending on where they're at what their presenting complaint was and we are going to right now you're in an acute phase right so uh, you're feeling pain so our job here is to decrease the pain right get you like less painful start to heal restore mobility restore mobility yeah. right simple things like that get you more functional, right, in your everyday to day life. Um, and that could take, depending on the situation, right? we're, we're not big to for, for teaching people actual could, could like protocols for, for because sure. every individual is different. So that's your clinical expertise, right. But that is something usually a little more frequent, and maybe more condensed, right? Yep. Once we've established that they're in, you know, they're feeling better, they're a little more functional, right? Better movement, right? Less, less of the what they came in, less of whatever their initial complaint was, and they're they're starting to see a little bit of more. Okay, well, I can I can feel a bit better. Then we usually talk to them about a corrective phase of of care, right? So we're into more of the actual um, rehabilitative process and and. Uh, functional exercises core re-education right this is and now this is a this is a phase of care that usually is a little less intensive and a little kind of we little you don't need to see them as often you're giving them you know more of the rehabilitative process making sure that they're eliminating bad habits improving you know just being aware of their work environment being aware of whatever caught right whatever the repetitive stress strain that may be caused or the or the you know, the, like you say, the environment that they've created at home that might have been contributing to the, to the, you know, to their, to system, their condition, to their condition. And then ultimately we take them, we educate them about um, just optimization care, right? So we go into this uh, routine maintenance and, and we, uh, you know, we teach them, there's an education process along the whole way. So there is a bit of a script, right, that we talk to them about when we feel they're ready for it. Um, and, and uh, yeah, we, we say, yeah, most of our clients, guess what? We, we see them regularly for maintenance, you know, just like a, an oil change or a, an alignment for their car. Because we found that it helps, you know, most of our patients, it helps them live a, you know, a fulfilling life. They're aware, they're, they know their body more, they're in tune, they're, you know, they're coming to see us before problems arise uh, in order to prevent. And, uh, but yeah, we definitely, you know, depending on where they're at in, where we're seeing them, we, we, and then there's, there's even re-education. We're like, oh, you know, guess what? Well, this is a new injury. So we're in the acute phase and uh, we're going to get you to this optimization phase again, but it's going to take some work. And, and you just said, it's a reference point. Honestly, it's, it's a, it's a reference point. It sets expectations. Um, the, 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 
the the treatments change the uh, you know the the exercises change you know right the the dialogue changes as you progress them through care right but this creates usually lifelong patients right and raving fans and uh you know sorry it's pretty long-winded but no yeah. but that's that's that was like a j answer <laughs> i blocked yeah. out there for a second yeah. no no that was really good i mean i think that's i think wow. that's the meat and potatoes of what we do right yeah. that's that's where communication i think plays such the largest role so call it a script or not it's not necessarily necessarily a script it's it's educating them yeah. and, and, and empowering them on how they can move forward. I think the big thing for me, and I wouldn't call it a script either, but you know, it, even in that first eval, that's how you, so when should I come back? Yes. Like, right. It's almost goes into our last point with the conclusion of treatment. It's, it's, it's how you wrap it up. It's identify. it's, it's sharing with them what you found. Like I commonly say the same thing. Listen, right now you're obviously in a tremendous amount of pain. That's our job. You know, you start to talk about, you know, I want to see you at this frequency. And again, it's never set in stone, right? This is what we recommend mm -hmm. to get you, back to you know less pain more mobility blah 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 and then you can start to say but afterwards we shift gears we go away from the stretching kind of mobility stuff and more towards a core education a, a true rehab and you know quite often they'll share stories of like we all have that family member that uncle that has a bad back that you know, twice a year his back goes out on him he's on the floor for three days for 30 years mm -hmm. especially if it's something back and you know this is certainly not a fear thing but it's 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 for them to understand why that occurs because quite often in in a pain based practice for a lot of people as soon as the pain goes away, so does the client, yeah. and they might come back when they have the next injury, which is great. And you're always going to have clients that do that. Yeah. But if you can educate them and 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 help them understand why that happens to that individual because they didn't finish the rehab and they didn't do the things necessary to make a f like to truly heal that mm -hmm. that injury status they were in. Then that's when you get like the buy-in shine where they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. I've never been taken care of like that before. That's your raving fans. Those are the ones that, you know, that tend to be like, this is different. I feel like I'm truly being taken care of. And, but it's so authentic because that's how we truly believe health exists. That yeah. is how it works. Yeah, you don't okay. take day, you know, we can, you can get, you don't really take days off from health, right? It's like, that's it's, right. it's part of your, it ends up being part of a lifestyle and, and, uh, and it evolves, right? It's an evolution. Right? For sure. Yeah. That's a yeah. The, the you guys summed that up pretty well. Like the I think like you guys mentioned was the focus of where their energy is going, right? Mm -hmm. So that helping them realize their their uh, involvement in the process and how to focus their energy on the process of healing um, by either routines or doing uh, certain things they might have to change in in their you know subtle environment at home or at work that could benefit them towards this process. Things that may be sabotaging their... Yeah, life. so it's a, it's all about helping them realize the limitations they have that they've created mm -hmm. uh, that they can undo to decrease the resistance to them getting better. Mm -hmm. That are probably playing a role in their well, current condition, that, right? Which is why they got there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a massive learning process. So yeah. we can probably get a whole other podcast just on that. Yes. But the the those are kind of that's our job is, is really to help them help the person take responsibility for what they need to do yeah. and we help them in that process. You help and, identify and what when, is what is going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I think when you when we break it down to these phases of care, you can you can actually assess how much of where they're at within that right? Because even within that phase, you're gonna be able to talk sometimes uh, you know, 
about things with patients, specific patients, more openly, or yeah, like, yeah. depending on where. So but there, it's like, also it helps easy. Structure them. Right? It's also easier for the client. They yeah. can see themselves in the phases of they care. Can. When you describe phases of care, like oh my gosh, that all, they always routinely say, "Man, that makes a lot of sense." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no. Why am I worried about what strengthening I can do when I when really you don't have full range of motion, motion. of your elbow or pain? Or yeah, so it's not worth so much it. Pain that they can't even sleep. Yeah. You know, they're sitting in a if lazy boy, right? The, yeah. So yeah. I think I think that's yeah. it's a good way of kind of. A, bringing them yeah. into it, making sure that they know that they're part of a team yeah. and together we're going to get them better again. I just thought, of, again, sometimes I, sometimes I say, oh, well, in this phase, the acute phase, we're going to put out the fire. We're try- yes. we're going to actually put out the fire, right, so that you can can sleep again, so that you can, right? So your exercises will consist of not stoking the fire. <laughs> exactly, right? So we're going to put, you know, and that's good, the acute good phase. Good point. It's like, it's like a constant thing I'll talk about is the uh, roller coaster ride of the yeah. autonomic nervous system. You know? yeah. So mm-hmm. if they start understanding the stress versus the, the, the repair mode, yeah. uh, then they start to see like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, I spend a lot of time over in that that Oh, and it's true. I feel fear zone. I feel worse when I'm in or that mental zone. state. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So then what that does creates more awareness, more awareness. They don't do it as often. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to break the cycle of them not being aware of something. The whole key is them to realize it. Ah, oh, okay, that's the true key to them making a change is going like, holy crap, I do do that. Recognizing a lot. it. Yes. <laughs> you know. So those are uh those are the things that I'll usually use um, as as like an overview at the end, so quite often to explain a little bit of this how they got into this place in the first. Sure. Anything else, uh, Sean? For a conclusion, I mean, I think for for myself. Sorry, I just jumped right in after asking you there. I think we. I mean, I we talked. Sean, about what the, do you think? Really? Sean, Let me answer so that I think, for me. Yeah. What do you think? But for I think this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're shaking your head, <laughs> or maybe your hair was in your ears. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, well, we should probably bring up five minute wrap up. That's what we usually do at the conclusion of our treatment. Yeah. Again, maybe somewhat scripted, but more about telling the person in front of you. Okay. So this is what we did today. This is what we accomplished. This is how I expect that you're going to feel after treatment. This is the normal expectations. And then this is when I think you should come back. If you need to come back, this this is is what I I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to to avoid. And so, you know, when you're done, we're going to go down, we're going to talk to reception. I'd like her to find you something in the next week or two, so on and so forth. So they leave knowing that, Hey, there's a plan in place. They know what to expect the following treatment. I'll usually say, so next time, you know, we did a lot of good things today. Next day, there's still a few things here we need to take care of. So we're going to see what changed from today's treatment, next treatment. We'll do a quick little scan. And then you're prepping them for the next time. And I think that's a, uh, I think that's, they leave with the idea that there's a plan. They leave, they, they, they feel better, right? They feel like, okay, I've yeah. got a, there's an end, there's an end game to this. And they're excited to get to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said it perfectly. So. That's it. So for whoever's listening, remember, you don't have to have hard scripts, but what you might want to think about is at least having a routine, a routine that you have every day when someone comes in as a new client or an existing client that you run through, that you make sure you're just covering all your bases, right? You want to make sure that you're, you're exceeding the expectations of the client that's in front of you, that you're communicating um, efficiently and effectively with them mm-hmm. uh, and listening to them of what they, what you think that they need from this relationship. Do, are they someone that needs a lot of information? Are they someone who prefers not to have those discussions and wants to talk about the football game that happened last night? You got to read the patient that's the client that's in front of you, but you need to understand that scripts aren't necessarily a bad thing. It's, 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 it's how you deliver them with authenticity. Yeah. And the goal is to, is to get your client uh, back towards health. And sometimes having routines and scripts in place is a surefire way that you're going to cover all the bases you need to for that to happen.
So thanks for listening, everybody. Sean, they can find us. Yeah, Osteo Connection. Um, You can find us online at osteomentorship.com. And we'll see you next week. Ciao. Take care, everybody. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.